0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. We have Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed defending the AW World Trials Championship against the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy. Very fun opener here with the Acclaim hitting a double-team, suplex driver-type move as Bowens gets the pin on Cassidy to retain. Eddie Kingston was backstage cutting the promo on Rocky Romero, but he gets interrupted by Jay Lethal and his crew as Lethal gets upset that Kingston is the Ring of Honor world champion, calling himself unfit. Kingston laughs that off and walks away. We see footage from Andrade El Idolo from last week telling Juice Robinson that he'll see him on collision. Eddie Kingston defends the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship against Rocky Romero. Another good match here with Kingston trapping on the Stretch Plum as Romero taps out. Shibata comes out after, and he gets in Kingston's face ahead of their match at Wrestle Dream. The Righteous defeated Caleb Crush and Gunner. No, not that Gunner. Not Jackson Riker. very easy win here with vincent getting the pin on caleb after hitting a bulldog off of dutch they show a video of the history between santana and ortiz and a nick wayne cuts promo calling out luchasaurus hikaru shida defeated ruby soho in a number one contenders match and shida will get a title shot against soraya at the title tuesday episode of dynamite on october 10th bunch of shenanigans at the end with the referee being taken out the candlestick spray paint being involved but aubrey edwards runs out at the end as shida hits a katana after a bit of back and forth for the pin Impact Wrestling starts with Rich Swan and Sebby Callahan defeating a Laredo kid and Black Tour on before the Impact. Callahan hits a Death Valley driver on Laredo, followed by the 450 splash from Swan for the pen. Chris Sabin defends the Impact X-Division Championship against Alan Angels. Angels tried to cheat to win, but failed as Sabin comes back with a big missile dropkick and the cradle shot to get the pen and retain. We get a video for Kenta as it's announced that he'll be returning at Bound for Glory and he will challenge Sabin for the X-Division Championship. Quick promo from Alex Shelley ahead of his world title defense against Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory. Where he tells Alexander that as long as he's the world champion, he's the face of the company, and Alexander has to respect that. Rhino defeated Jack Price pretty easily after hitting the gore for the pen. This was Rhino's first match on impact since losing to Steve Macklin back in April. Speaking of, Macklin attacks Rhino after the match, but escapes as Rhino was getting the best of him. Diana Perazzo interrupts Tasha Steeles backstage and suggests teaming up and having each other's back, which Tasha agrees on. Eddie Edwards and his wife Alicia were backstage complaining about losing to Frankie Kazarian and Tracy Brooks as Eddie said Alicia is the one that lost to Tracy and he didn't lose to Kazarian. Kazarian interrupts him and agrees to this and says he wants to put an end to it and he will speak to Impact Management about how to end it joya goes to the ring as they were having a goodbye ceremony for yu yu as he got the fire briefcase and defeat the their fire match at impact 1000 joe henry and yua were trying to give a goodbye speech but the rascals interrupt them and start talking down to yua henry calls them the second and third best rascal um obviously alluding to wesley who's at nxt now this leads into a brawl from both teams santino morella comes out and makes a non-title match between both teams and if joya wins yua gets to keep his job but, unfortunately, it looks like he does not. As the Rascals defeat Joya, Yua, Yua came very close to winning, but the referee was distracted as Trey Miguel hit a low blow, spray painted the eyes, and puts on a roll-up to get the pen. As it looks like Yua's time in Impact is indeed over after spending a little over a year there. Um, it just looks like y- Joya was just about to start getting hot here. So, um, I'm excited to see how they're going to present Yua in New Japan, though. And I hope this isn't the end of Joya with Impact doing some upcoming New Japan matches and working with them. Hopefully, they can reunite soon enough. The design cut a promo about rebuilding and it will be on the shoulders of Khan as their first target is Josh Alexander. We have a Memphis street fight with Heath and Tommy Dreamer defeating Kenny King and Sheldon Jean. Standard street fight match here that finished when Dreamer put Jean through a table in the corner with a Death Valley driver for the pin. Crazy Steve runs out in disguise after. I didn't recognize him because he had no face paint and was wearing a hat. He takes out Dreamer with his briefcase as he is getting a future digital media championship against him. ABC put up a challenge to the good hands in a fans revenge match, which is where the fans use leather straps, kind of like a lumberjack match, but with the fans there. Um, they can hit the wrestlers whenever they want, but John Skyler walks in and says, unfortunately, Jason Hotch cannot make it as he just had the birth of his child. They tell Skyler to go pick someone from the locker room to be his partners and then joke around that it might be kind of hard as he has no friends. Jonathan Gresham defeated Mike Bailey. Good match here, but shorter than their passing counters and ends after a little bit of back and forth, but Gresham holds on to the tights to cheat and get the win. Bailey tried to ask him why he did that after, but Gresham just walks away as he has this new attitude now. Moose put out a singles challenge for next week to get him ready for when he cashes in his briefcase for the World Championship, as he hasn't done singles in a while, teaming up with Ryan Myers. Steve Macklin asks Bully Ray to help him to take out Rhino, but, Rino, but Bully Ray says that he's known Rhino for 20 years and he will talk to him instead, which Mack, Macklin gets upset and he calls Bully Ray soft. The main event here in a non-title match, Trinity defeated Giselle Shaw. When Jay Vidal accidentally tripped Shaw as she fell right into the Starstruck submission, as Trinity gets the win. When Giselle taps out, Savannah Evans attacks Trinity after the match until Mickey James runs out for the save. Mickey gets on the mic after and says that she'll have, she'll always have Trinity's back, and she watched in joy while being injured at Trinity winning the title, and says that since Mickey never lost the title, and that she misses it, she is invoking her rematch clause for Bound for Glory against Trinity for the knockout title, which she agrees on. We go to ROH on Honor Club. Josh Woods defeated Braden Irving, who is indie wrestler Braden Lee, easily with the Anarchy Suplex. Scorpio Sky defeated Tony Nese, Scorpio's first match in Ring of Honor since 2018. Good match as Sky hit the TKO on Nese nice for the pen and the win. Gravity defeated Lee Johnson in another pretty good match as Gravity hit the top rope splash for the pen. Billy Starks defeated Lady Frost. Athena comes out with Starks and she acts as a coach here while taking notes. Frost had the match pretty much won. But Athena stops the pin attempt. Starks follows this with a pile driver face type move. I haven't seen before and a commentary definitely was hyping up. I'm not sure what the name of this move is. Athena kept attacking Frost after the match and tells Starks to join in, but she doesn't. So Athena scolds her as they head to the back action andretti and darius martin defeated the outrunners after hitting the swing and slam on truth magnum as martin gets the pin. griff garrison was pleading to maria canales and cole carter backstage to give him one more chance to make their tag team work which they do agree on layla hirsch defeated Laney luck very quickly by submission with a cross arm breaker as maria watches on hirsch looks to the camera and says that she's 11 and zero and puts out a challenge to athena this was luck's honor club debut but she did appear in Ring of honor a couple times back in 2021 shane taylor defeated jimmy jacobs jacobs first match for AEW. um first match, um, I guess, in this AEW Ring of Honor combination here, despite being signed on as a producer, um, not counting the -the over-the-budget battle royal that he had at the first all-in, and this is his uh, last match he had for Ring of Honor dates back to 2015, but Taylor makes quick work of him, hitting the Marcus Garvey driver for the pen, a cool moment for Jacobs regardless, as this was in Grand Rapids, which is Jacobs' hometown. Excalibur was proud to commentate his, I'm sorry, not Excalibur, Ian Riccoboni said he was uh, proud to commentate his first ever Jacobs match here, and brings up how Jacob had brought in people like Seth Rollins into Ring of Honor as Tyler Black. Layla Hirsch tells Maria backstage that she should be focusing on her boys and stop focusing on her, as she does good on her own, and she went to 11-0 without her help. Hirsch tells Maria that next week she has a title shot against Athena, despite Maria telling her that she's not ready for it and that she doesn't deserve it. Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Ren Jones, Xavier Walker, and Trenton Tormenta, who goes by Trenton Storm, in the Indies, um, another case where somebody has to change their last name due to somebody in AEW. Easy win here as a Castle as Castle gets the pin after hitting the rang. Cole Carter and Griff Garrison defeated the infantry, entertaining commentary with Caprice Coleman, trying to explain to Rickabani what the words cap and riz means. It sounds like my son trying to explain it to me. Infantry, and the, uh, they won the match after hitting the boot camp. They had the match won after hitting the boot camp, but Maria gets on an apron and distracts the referee. Trisha Dora chases Maria away as Cole Carter rolls up Sean Dean with his feet on the ropes for the pen. Ethan Page gets pissed off that Rohit Raju interrupted him. Um, and his promo is talking about getting on a hot streak here in Ring of Honor. But Rohit says, you can't spell Rohit without ROH, which I literally say to myself whenever I have to write his name down. Mercedes Martinez defeated Allison K. Commentary brings up their history together, with Mercedes having to put her career on the line one time to get a title shot against K. Diamante attacks Kay on the outside as Mercedes distracts the referee, resulting in... Mercedes getting the pin for the win. Lexi Nair was interviewing Billy Starks backstage, who said that she won on her own. As Lexi said, Athena helped her out a little a little bit. Athena walks in and starts scolding Billy again and says that she's going to set an example next week against Layla Hirsch. The Gates of Agony defeated the Iron Savages. Hard-hitting match here as the Gates of Agony hit open the gates on Bronson for the win. Ethan Page defeated Rohit Raju. Nice showing from both as Page hits the diving cutter for the pin. This is Raju's first Ring of Honor match since the first ever episode. Brian Cage defeated Metalik. Definitely my favorite match in the show with a heavy lucha style here until Cage catches. Is meant to leak off the ropes and hits the drill claw for the hard fought victory. We go to MLW Fusion. Selena De La Renta interrupts the beginning of the show and says that she has a big announcement for later on today. Tiara James defeated Zeta Steel, making her MLW debut. James gets her first MLW win here with a top-tier takedown, which is like a pedigree into a DDT that looked pretty impressive. We go to footage of the Callings thumb drive that was found during one of their attacks from a couple weeks ago that has them hyping up their newest member, Cannonball. We see Jimmy Lloyd vomiting in a trash can as he's trying to cut weight for the middleweight match that he has for tonight. And Selena Dolorenta announces that it'll be. Akira vs. Rocky Rivera at Slaughterhouse TJ Crawford defeated Alec Price and Kevin Blackwood making his debut in MLW in a three-way match the hooded figure who they speculated was the same one who whispered in Crawford's ears a couple weeks ago comes out and attacks Price as Crawford stops a flying Blackwood with a spin kick for the win in his first MLW win, Blackfoot gets in Crawford's face after but the hooded figure jumps Blackwood from behind as him and Crawford um, jump him together, the masked man then reveals himself to be Tony Deppen. Sam LaTurna interviews Ichiban backstage who had his own translator who hyped him up we get a World Title Federation video, which compared them to Noah and AEW as being an offshoot from another group, and if Mr. Saint Laurent is trying to do the same thing here. Matt Cardona was doing a live stream on his phone, but it gets interrupted by Maki Ito and Mance Warner, and in the main event here, Akira defeated Jimmy Lloyd for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship street fight to retain here. They brawl outside for a bit before the match even starts. Matthew Justice comes out and takes away Ricky Shane Page, but Akira hits a DDT off a pile of chairs to get the win, and Jimmy Lloyd's singles debut here in MLW. But we end the show back at the WTF headquarters, where MSL Hype's up. Boy Smith Jr. going after Alice Kane and the MLW World Heavyweight title but next week MSL says that he has a mystery opponent for Alice Kane and it's going to be a big one. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes The Beast Destroyed Chainsaw in about two minutes after hitting the spear. This is The Beast's first match back from an injury in over a year. Tiki Chamaro defeated G.I. Jane with his a prize, surprise roll up Team Exile defeated Americana and Jesse Jones after Ice Cold on the outside kicked Jones, followed by a pin from Genesis with her feet on the rope. And in the main event for the Women of Wrestling Championship, a triple threat match here, Princess Aussie defeated the champion Penelope Pink and Tormenta. Pretty good main event here, but the ending sees Tormenta take out Penelope on the outside, tossing her against the barricades. But back inside, Aussie reverses her electric chair into a sunset flip to get the pin on Tormenta and become the WOW champion. NWA Power for the NWA World Women's Tag Team Championship number one contender's match, the new team of Natalia Markova and Taylor Rising defeated M95 when Markova made Maddie submit to the crush Clutch. Markova and Rising with their title shot at Sawin against Pretty Empowered. Colby Carino defends a Junior Heavyweight Championship against Matt Vine. No Jamie Stanley in Carino's corner as commentary says Carino has fired him. It should be noted that Stanley was at the most recent WWE tryouts. Carino gets the pin after hitting the Sam's Dead DDT. Aaron Stevens was being interviewed but gets interrupted by Knox and Murdoch and Elisa Stevens making a Medieval Knights of the Round Table tables match being announced at Sawin with Knox and Murdoch challenging Blunt Force Trauma for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Tom Latimer and Camille were getting interviewed, talking about Latimer's upcoming World Heavyweight Title Championship match against EC3 Asawin. as Camille says that she won't be cashing in her rematch against Kenzie Page, because instead she'll be focused with Latimer and will be in his corner. Jack Dane defeated Chris Silvio, uh, Esquire. There wasn't much to this match. The first couple of minutes was Silvio talking trash on a mic saying that he told Dane to take out Tim Storm and he didn't as he was too afraid, just like he's afraid to take him out. So Dane destroys him with a pop the trunk lariat, puts on a camel clutch like submission that he calls Trap City as Silvio immediately taps out. Blake Troop comes out after as he had a stare down with his former Savages partner in Dane. This is actually Silvio's debut match on NWA Power. AJ Kazana and his father Joe were backstage and it said that Anthony Andrews has left NWA so it looks like it was, it's the end of the country Gentleman tag team but Kazana tells Andrew, says that Andrew was dead weight and he will find a new partner to go after Daisy Kill and Talos Mims and Zicky Dice were both getting interviewed hyping up their match next week for the vacant NWA World Television Championship and in the main event Silas Mason defends the National Heavyweight Championship against Dak Draper after hitting the Thrill Ride I know people talk about AEW, Ring of Honor having too many titles but I have to admit NWA has a lot of titles as well we go to NXT level up. Fallon Henley defeated Ariana Grace in Grace's first match on TV in almost a year, getting injured last October. She has a little bit of a tweak gimmick here, embracing her being a beauty queen and even having um just new music that kind of fits the that, that you would hear at a uh, at a pageant. She cuts a promo calling herself Miss NXT and called Henley a classless brute. Grace tried to cheat with her feet on the ropes, but Henley rose her up for the pen. Miles Bourne defeated Riley Osborne, two Bournes here. Good showing from Bourne, um Miles Bourne that is, dodging the shooting star press and putting on the Dragon Sleeper to make Osborne tap out, as Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak, and Damon Kemp were in Bourne's corner, encouraging him. Oro Mensa defeated Tavion Heights, another good matchup with Mensah heading the sidekick for the pen. And on WWE main event, another all-woman show here as Indy Hartwell defeated Kaden Carter after hitting a full Nelson into a facebuster, and Nikki Cross defeated Zia Lee after hitting the Purge Neckbreaker. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch up here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.